guys, welcome to Cut the Karma. I'm Jess. And I'm Julie. And we are two entrepreneurial sisters and mothers who are into spirituality. We're trying to do better and be better in our everyday lives, and we're sharing our journeys to inspire you to do the same. Hi, everyone. Hi. How's everyone today? Um, just letting you guys know again, I'm sorry, I probably sound like a frog, but I'm dealing with allergies still. So just bear with me. Um, but today we're talking about law number five, which is the law of responsibility. Our lives are of our own doing, nothing else. So this really means stop blaming other people for where you're at in your life. Yeah, stop pointing the finger. We point can't it back at you. <laughs> point the finger anymore because we have the healing techniques, resources, tools, people, support, love, compassion. Yeah. We have our guides. We have our angels. We have God. We have our faith. We have the ground we walk on. We have yes. everything around us to help us heal. Yes. Preach. I mean, <laughs> it does. Let's just, you know, put it into perspective. It does horribly suck if someone was on the other end of a really wrong doing and yeah do you know what I mean like my god my heart goes out to people right. that are going through that it, it really does but again it's kind of like you aren't responsible for what happens to you but you are responsible for your own healing well I just got the visual, you know, the saying when people say, you know, you point, I'm probably going to botch it, but you point five fingers at other people, but there's always one pointing back at you or something. Or 10 more pointing yeah, back at you. Yeah, you point the finger at someone, but there's Two three more. pointing back yeah. to you. I never got that saying until right now. Oh, really? That's what that means. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Man, I just like get hit with these <laughs> aha moments, like... Almost every podcast episode. See, you were supposed to do the podcast <laughs> to get yeah, all these light true. bulb moments. That's right? true. I'm learning a lot through all of this. Well, I am too. Um, you know, I always start off with like the things that pop in my head first. But Run with it. Uh, I, um, a, a while ago, I read for this man who... When I give readings, I say, come with at least five questions you would like to ask. And this man had questions and it was just a notebook filled with questions about him and relationships with other people that went sour. Mm. And I mean, it was like so many, oh. so many and the backstories and all this stuff. And it was just sad to me. And I just knew that this person was in a life lesson to learn something in particular. And, and you know, in a gentle way, I had to say, you are the common denominator in yeah. all of this. Yeah, that's true. You know, because it's the, the, the stories always came out where this person was blaming others for every single one. Mm -hmm. And spirit was really showing, highlighting him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, crap, I'm put in a really sticky situation. How do I say this in like, a, not so much a gentle way because you don't want it to bypass him so he doesn't get it. But how do I deliver the message for him to understand? Right. You know? Well, and you might have been the first person that has ever delivered him that message. I feel so actually you know? I I actually feel so just yeah. because of um 
He was open to hearing it, though. That's good. I mean, that's what you want. Yeah. Well, in the beginning of the session, I always say, you know, spirit gives you action steps that can propel you onto your highest path. So if you want to listen to these action steps, you'll upgrade your life. And everything that comes out of my mouth, unless I say otherwise, is from spirit. Right. You know, Um, so I'm really happy that he didn't fight his guides through me yeah, <laughs> because true. that would have been not fun or awkward. I mean, I feel like we all know, I mean, I'm thinking of someone in particular, but we all know somebody that just like burns every bridge. Yeah. Burns every relationship that they have, whether it's a friendship, you know, with their family, a significant other and or coworkers, employers, whatever. And they just burn every bridge. Mm-hmm. And it's like, then they end up with no one and nothing around. And they sit there and they wonder why, you know, that person didn't agree with me here. That person doesn't want to be around me anymore. Or that person did this to me. That person said that to me. So I'm just cutting them out of my life. Mm -hmm. It's like that's pointing fingers Mm -hmm. and not reflecting back on yourself saying like, oh, well, how could I have handled that situation differently? How could I have um you know taking a different spin on on what they said mm-hmm. yes yeah. it's just stopping so quick quick to point the finger however sometimes there is a time and a place in your life where you do have to be like right. okay man like i've tried every angle i'm trying to be compassionate and give grace and hang in there, but you don't want it to be a detriment to your own mental and emotional health. And you kind of have to just cut ties. You know, I've had to do that before. I have too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy, but it's meant to happen because if you just aren't on the same vibration as someone else, then what are you going to do? Like, and especially, you know, I know that we've talked about this one time, I think it was in the law of humility, but, um, like when you're with a partner that doesn't vibrate the same as you and and just is not like able to be there for you and support you and you guys aren't able to grow together and learn and develop together and like that's together super hard that person is holding you down mm-hmm. you know and And there's like some tough decisions and choices that need to be made, I guess, on your end to be able to like save yourself so you don't get pulled down. Right. And it's kind of like you can't point your finger at that person anymore because you're like, I'm the one that's keeping myself in this situation. Exactly. So I have to point the finger back at me. Yeah, that person is not doing anything for their life to help themselves or for me or doesn't care about me, doesn't care about them. And you just wallow in your own wit and and hoping that they change. But then you got to look at yourself. Yeah. And then you have to change the situation. Because I can speak from experience. I was with somebody for years and years and years, and it was just a concrete wall Mm. all the time. I mean, there was no growth, no change there for that person. And I was starting to like, if this is the word stifle, like my my growth was stifled Mm. being with this person. And I thought that I could change them, you know, and I would stick around like, oh, well, maybe... 
they'll see the light one day. Maybe they'll understand one day. Maybe they'll change, you know, their perspective or their attitude. And it just never happened because people really are who they are until they have that internal change themselves that has to happen within them. But I can't force that to happen. Right. I can't be there and, and, and make it happen. So after years of that, I had to stop and say, okay, what can change in this situation? The only thing that can change if they aren't changing is me. Mm-hmm. So what do I need to change to make myself happier, give myself a better life? And if that means that I have to leave that person for my own sanity and for my own growth, even though I have children, mm-hmm. that's what that means. And that was a hard realization, but it was a necessary one mm. because um, you just cannot change other people. You they can't. have to have that change. You know, I another thing that I notice when I give readings a lot is um, spirit shows me red flags and people don't look out for the red flags. Oh, we talked about yeah, this we before. Did talk about this. Yeah, we um, But... When you don't watch the red flags, you dig yourself deeper into the hole. Yeah, and it's so easy to blame other people for where you are at in your life. Right. You know? In, instead of listening take, to your intuition and taking yeah. responsibility. Yep. Taking responsibility and, and taking those action steps to helping yourself. Mm-hmm. Because that's what, I mean, and it's not a selfish thing. It's it's not. And a lot of people think that, um, you know, somebody leaving a bad situation, you know, is selfish because then they're leaving that person behind. Oh, that was so hard for me. With what? Oh, leaving. So, like, not that I was leaving them behind, but breaking up with someone that, like, I know kind of depended on me or whatever that I kept myself around in situations because I didn't want to leave that person high and dry right I felt bad for that person because you know they needed you and you're like well if I take myself away from you then who are they going to fall onto but I really gave that person a gift because it forced them Mm -hmm. to become more independent and figure out things on their own and because it was just unhealthy. Yeah. So, you know, that was the biggest thing because being an empath, I feel someone else's feelings too. Mm -hmm. And so it was like me feeling my own feelings, but then the other person's on top of that. And because you're an empath and you hate, you don't like the feeling of being hurt. So you don't like feeling that you're hurting another person. You know, you just stay around because you don't want that person to be hurt. Right. But then you're hurting every day. And everybody's hurting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But, well, and that's where, like, like um, enablers come in. Right. You know? I think a lot of empaths can be enablers. enablers. Completely. Yes. And But what you're really doing is you're thinking you're helping that person, but you're hurting them. I can see that, actually, in Mike and I in our parenting. Oh, like we really have to watch that because we feel our kids feeling so much that sometimes um, we aren't as like a forceful with a no, then then it's like, 
go put that back, please. Rather than other people would be like, what? I'd be like, no. You're you like know? me. I'm like, go put that back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I just, it's hard being an empath, I have to say. Yeah. And I, it's you funny. You just started becoming one. I, I feel like, like I'm just starting to like develop that because Julie would always be like, I feel so bad. I feel so sorry for this person. Oh, I'm going to cry. It would have ripped oh, me apart. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, Julie, just suck it up. Like, that. they have nothing to do with you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't that bad. But um, but what I think it was, was you weren't in touch with your feelings. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. So, so if you, how could you feel other people's feelings if you didn't feel your own? Exactly. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Yeah. For a huge part of my life, I was not in touch with my own feelings or emotions. And I did not even know how to identify them. I did not know how to articulate what I was feeling, how to put any of that into words Mm. for a huge, I mean, basically my whole life. I mean, I'm just, I'm almost 40 and I'm just starting to uncover all of that right now and doing hallelujah hallelujah because now i'm i'm feeling like like a, like a human in a way mm. like i feel like I, I didn't feel human before interesting like you're a robot kind of yeah kind of but well i think that's why i never really opened up to you as a sister growing up probably because i just felt like um i was met with a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I I was a wall. I was a concrete wall for most of my life with everything. Wow. Where did it all go? Where did what did you do with your feelings? Um I my feelings I made that concrete wall with each brick. Brick by brick. Brick by brick of my feelings and emotions and I built that up. Wow. Super high. Where did it sit within you? Um, probably, probably from like my, I mean, really, like my sacrum, like okay. my root chakra, okay, all the way up to my mouth, to like my throat chakra. So that's a visual you're getting. Yeah, that's a visual because it, it, like partitioned off my intuition, my heart my voice so where how big is the wall now it's definitely like when you're asking me these questions i see it in my in my mind i like that i want that yeah um it's probably like i want to say three-fourths of the way down and i can just envision like a brick wall that has been you know kind of bulldozed down you have like the jagged bricks Uh you know so I so think it's getting you've done there. a lot of shadow work. So that's kind of brought all of that down. And now you're doing the deep inner child last bit work, right? Yeah. That's in your root. Right. I see that for you too. But, I see exactly what you're seeing. Yeah. And also I've been, um, I've been asking for help. Yeah. Because I, nobody can do that on their own. No. You have to ask for help and you have to. That's where vulnerability comes in. Oh, yes. Tell me about it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You have to be vulnerable enough to say, I need help with this. I cannot do this on my own. What's been plaguing you. Right. And to be on it. To be honest. Yes. That's, I think, the hardest thing for most people because they don't want to be looked at as weak or less than or fragile. 
you? And that was my thing. Like, I was always like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm strong. I, I got this. Like, I'm not weak. You know, I can do this myself. I got it. I can do it. And that was always my thing. It's just we need support. Each mm-hmm. person takes a village to help. It does. Does that make sense? Yeah, I understood you it. You know what? I hope you yeah. guys know what I'm saying. But, and there is a village out there that is ready and willing to help you. Absolutely. Even if you have to pay money for it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. a lot of people say like, I don't want to, I don't want to pay for this. You're your biggest investment. You are your biggest investment. And I, I will say that I'm working with a coach. Mm-hmm. And two. I'm working with two coaches. Um, the one has been made I've made huge strides since working with the one. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's amazing. And I had to invest money in that mm-hmm. money that I didn't have mm-hmm. with both of them. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I got to a point in my life where I felt that there was, there were certain things that were putting a cap on what I felt I could be doing personally, like my personal growth and through business. And I felt like there was a cap there. Like I was under a frozen lake and I'm looking above That's your me. glass ceiling. It's my glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's a frozen lake in my mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like banging on the ice, seeing the sky above me and not being able to get out. Wow. And like I, so when once I got to that point, I'm like, I need help and I need professional help. Yeah. And I need to pay whatever money I'm going to pay for this. I know that I'm going to put the work in and and do as much as I can to help myself. I'm not going to pay for it and then not do anything with it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like if I'm paying that money, I'm going to like do the best that I can. And it's really, really been helping me. So That's if awesome. anybody has ever been like on the fence of getting a coach, do it because mm-hmm. for you just sit there and think about doing something for so long. That means like you need to do that. Yeah. If that's in your mind and you think about something, it means that you are meant to be doing that and working towards that. Well, crap. I'm going to call my uh, pelvic floor specialist. <laughs> yeah. You better get in to the pelvic floor I know. person and start doing some exercises yeah. down there. Yeah. Something's wrong. Yeah. You and I to, think about it all the time. And especially that's a health related issue. You I cannot know. like mess around with that. You're you're preaching to the choir. I gave you the number and the name of the lady. Uh, you want me to call for you after this? I know. No, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. But, but yeah. So what are you working on right now to stop pointing the finger? Working on right now to stop pointing the finger at other people. I feel like I haven't blamed other people. No, I, I yeah, I feel like I haven't blamed other Don't people for a like long time. Don't you feel like we start blaming in the beginning? Yeah. And then you realize, we realize. Right, in things. Right. And realizing and figuring out what you can change to upgrade your life. Mm, I love it. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, we that hope was a that we talked to you guys today. <laughs> yeah. That, I thought that was, that was pretty good. Yeah. I always learn stuff. I do too. So the next law we'll be talking about is the law of connection. Everything you do is somehow connected. I love that one. That'll be fun. That, I got a lot to say. Yeah. All right, bye guys. Bye.